Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So you hear the whisper, right? So where are we? Next to the kids. (laughs) Um, But today I wanted to just come in here and King is really like snoring. So Sorry about that boo thing. But um, today I wanted to do an episode and really talk about what it really looks like to work less than 20 hours a week running two companies. I was trying to go back through the archives to see if I've done a similar episode because something in me really feels like I have. Like I feel like I've had this conversation before. But one thing that I really thought about is that when I talk a lot and because, you know, I talk all the time about how I run two companies, I work less than 20 hours a week. I love it for me. Right. And I want it for everybody else. Something that I haven't really talked about is what it looks like in different seasons of life and in different seasons of business um, and what it looks like for me right now. So I did do an episode. It was episode 182 where I talked about how many hours I worked in 2022. And then um, I talked about like my reflections on just like how the year went for me and all those things. But I think that's something and not I think something I know that I missed in that episode is really discussing and breaking down where I was in that season of life. And so when I really reflect back on that season, like that particular season where I was working, you know, less than, definitely I was working way less than 20 hours a week. I was in a season of survival. And I think that one thing that a lot of people don't talk about is that, you know, as moms, it never really gets easier. You know, we never have it all together or we never quite, you know, just have it all figured out. You know, it's, we're always in this season of becoming, you know, I I love the word becoming with everything because we're always evolving. And so with that, I definitely was in a season especially in 2022. Um, I was just in a season of, and I'm trying to move my chair if you hear movement, but I was just in a season of really trying to get a grip on what I was experiencing, which was shifting into becoming a mom of two. And so, like I said, I don't feel like motherhood becomes easier. I feel like we become more adaptable, right? We we, we start to learn how to ebb and flow and we, we become at peace, right? We become at peace with our new reality. But truthfully, nobody can prepare you for the chaos that is having kids. And I mean chaos in the best way, right? Like your life completely changes. You literally become an entirely new human being like you have a title 
And you have a responsibility that's so much bigger than you could ever imagine. And when I think about this, I also think about the fact that sometimes, and I've seen this creep up a lot in the online space, where a lot of moms are talking about, you know, I have a million dollar business with a baby on my hip. And it's like, wait a minute, the context is so key here because you had a half a million dollar business before the baby, which means that you already had teams and infrastructure and offers, a community and audience, people to sell to, right? You had all those things prior to having the baby. And building a business with a baby and having a business and then having a baby is two different ways of building a business. And so I really want to just give some love to my moms out there that are feeling a little discouraged, right? You're like, oh my gosh, these people are talking about, you know, they work two hours a day or, you know, whatever, and they're making six, multiple six figures, or they're making a million dollars. And you're trying to figure out how does this make sense? Where does this happen? And I want to send you some love because context is sorely missing in the online space. And so I want to give you mine. I want to share with you a little bit more about the context behind how I am able to do things and why I'm so confident that I can help other moms do this. And first and foremost, the other thing that I want to be really clear about is that I'm very careful about promising a certain dollar amount, you know, and you don't hear me talk a ton about exactly the dollar amount that I make because it doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, I know that people, I know that moms are going to come to me wanting to make different amounts of money in their business. And that's what I focus on. And so I want you to really like use some discernment when you're hearing some of these messages in the online space and just know that you're not behind. I know you may feel behind. I know you may feel overwhelmed, but truthfully speaking, a lot of times when people share these wins, they forget. Get to share the context. It's one of the reasons why whenever I do share a win or something, I try to share as much like as much of the big picture story as possible so there is context behind what I'm trying to show you. But I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what it looks like for me to run two companies working 20 hours a week. So as you know, I did start my businesses before I had babies. Um, I started my business one year before I had kids. And in that one year before I had kids, I think I made like $20,000. Actually, no, scratch that. I didn't. I made $9,000. I don't know why I was overambitious because I was driving for Uber. So when I first started my business 2018, I was driving for Uber. Um, and that year I made $9,000 in my business. I felt like I was the richest girl in the world, <laughs> even though that didn't pay for much of anything, but I made $9,000 in my business. So the following year I got pregnant with my first, I got pregnant in 2019 with my first baby. And in 2019 was when I really decided, okay, I'm going to try my hand at this business thing. Like I'm not just doing photography for fun. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not um, building community for fun. Like I really want to make this a business, like make this a thing. So that was 2019. So in 2019, I got pregnant with King and um, I got serious. Now, at the time, I was working around the clock. Now, working around the clock and only making $9,000 is janky. I'm going to be honest. I, it was very janky and I had no kids. So in hindsight, I probably could have used my time a little better, but I didn't know any better. But after having kids or after becoming pregnant, things shifted for me, right? I knew I didn't want to have to worry about going to a job. I knew I wasn't going to be able to keep doing Uber and Instacart with my kids. Um, well, not with a small baby. So I, I knew I had to kind of make a change. So that's kind of like the context of like how things started, because I really want you to understand, like, listen, the the bulk of my business, like when I truly began building this business happened after I became pregnant and started having, you know, like started my family. So that is like the context, like that's kind of setting the stage for the context of me starting this thing. Now, let's kind of fast forward to now. 
because I talk a lot about, you know, oh, I I work part time. You know, I built this business working 20 hours a week. I share my screenshots where, you know, my time cards where I work. Literally, there are a lot of weeks that I work less than 20 hours a week. I just did that episode where I was, you know, not stressing, but I was giving you a sneak peek behind like how my week was going, which that week was going very terribly. I can't remember what episode that was. I think it was episode 227. I did like a temperature check and it was basically like a journal entry. So go back and listen to that one. You can hear how that week went. But, um, you know, just talking about now. So I run two companies. I have Becoming CEO, which is my community where I talk all things sales. Um, You know, I have, I do coaching over here. I do mentorship. You know, I I do quite a few things with Becoming CEO and I'm building out, building it out to do more. There's so much more that I want Becoming CEO to become. Um, And so there's a lot that's happening over here on this side of my business. And then I have a photography business, which in the future, it's going to have a um, in-person studio. It's going to be a whole situation happening over there as well. Um, so those are the two companies that I run. And I want to kind of talk about, like, when do I work? So right now, it is 12.49 a.m. I am a night owl. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, um, and even, you know, just listening to these podcast episodes, I usually record when the kids are sleeping. Um I usually work at night. Um, so that is when I'm working. I'm working like my sweet spot, my sweet time of working is usually from about 12 a.m. So midnight until, you know, some nights I can get until three o'clock. Other nights, you know, I might keep pushing to like four or six o'clock. It just depends on how I'm feeling. I am lucky that my kids are um, or night owls as well. So my kids actually don't go to bed until 11 o'clock. And so when they go to bed, I have like that, you know, sometimes like they go to bed, like tonight they went to bed at 1130. So right after they went to bed, I just started, you know, recording my podcast. So I work from, so they go to bed at 1130. I work from 12 to, you know, three, 12 to four. And then after that, I'm able to sleep in with them until 10, because if they go down at 11 or 1130, they don't wake up until around 9 30 or 10 in the morning so even if i go to bed at four i still get a good five hours of sleep which five hours is more than enough for me so that is when i work okay and i think that's important to say because i feel like a lot of times you know we're given such like blanket advice like oh stay up later wake up earlier you know wake up earlier is always the advice people give and i do understand why people say like wake up earlier because i will say honestly speaking there are some nights that I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do anything else today. You know, like the day just like, it was too much. Um, but even then I give myself grace and I say, you know what? Okay, then I won't work today. You know, but for the most part, because I am a night owl, I feel most energized at night. So even if I do have a long day, for whatever reason, I just get that second wind and I'm able to like get into the work. So if you're a night owl, if you're a night person, work at night like like do what suits you best if you are a morning person like you know your best energy is early in the morning and you can wake up earlier than your kids go for it i tried the the early morning rise thing and i just think that my kids are at an age where they like i don't know i feel like kids have like the sixth sense of like knowing that you're waking up early and then they wake up earlier and so because of that i just i don't i don't risk it i don't play um but you know at night i don't have to worry about it because they're tired enough to stay asleep um you know bear a few like you know wake ups or whatever but for the most part they stay asleep at night so that is when i work now in terms of what i'm doing when i work i feel like this is the most important key behind how i'm able to work less than 20 hours a week so 
I work at nights, right? But remember, I'm a photographer as well. And I'm including the time that I spend going to photo shoots, you know, doing photo shoots, editing. All of that is still under 20 hours a week. And so... Um, and when I work for my photography business is I only do photo shoots on Saturdays and Sundays, two weekends a month. So that means, okay, if I'm only working two weekends a month, I, I'm not doing, you know, six photo shoots a weekend, you know, m max probably. I think one of my busiest weekends recently, I did like three sessions. I did a wedding and then I did two sessions on a, a Sunday. So I did a wedding on Saturday. No, I'm sorry. The wedding was on Friday. And then I did two, um, family sessions on Saturday. And that's been, that, that's a busy weekend for me. Um, and so with that comes the, um, concept or not the concept, but it comes like the importance of pricing yourself properly, which my husband has snatched my edges about my pricing, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, but he has, you know, he has some very strong thoughts about me, um, undercharging in my photography business, but we'll have that conversation another day. I'm not going to do that right now. Um, but um, I do charge, um, you know, profitably, right? It's important for us to charge profitably because we we do have limited time. And so because of that, you know, at max in a month, I can probably do anywhere from six to eight photo shoots. So because of that, if I actually want that business to be profitable, if I actually want that business to make money, if I want that to be my full-time income, I have to charge the way that I should be charging. And so that's something else to think about too, is if you have limited time, which all of us moms do, then our prices need to match that because if not, we have no choice but to overwork or to work all the way around the clock. And like I said earlier, nobody can prepare you. And I don't know if I said this specifically, but nobody can prepare you for the mom fog that you experience after having kids. Like as much as people talk about, you know, how hard or, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say hard, but like just how different and how life changing it is to have a child you are not prepared for like the fog of your brain until you experience it. And the worst thing that we can do on top of that is create a business that stresses us out, right? And the easiest way and the quickest way to burn yourself out or stress yourself out is to have offers that are not sustainable, but also not profitable because now you have to overwork in order to pay your bills, right? In order to pay yourself, in order to do the things you need to do. And that is just, it's just not a good place to be in. And that's where I was when I had King. My offers were not profitable. My offers weren't sustainable. And so because of that, I burned myself out and it was, it was a terrible experience. And, you know, I gave up. I really did. I gave up because I was like, there's no way that I can do this. I can't do both, you know? And so in saying that, I, like, I want to talk about like, what am I doing during the time that I'm working so that it, 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 I'm able to do this, right? So like I said, my offers are priced very intentionally. Like all my, my, all my offers, no matter what the offer is, whether it's for the coaching business or it's for my photography business, every price is intentional. Every price is rooted in what I need to be profitable, what I need to cover my cost of doing business, what I need to pay myself. Because at the end of the day, if I'm not able to do those things, I don't need to be doing it because I don't have the time. And as moms, we have to be unapologetic about that. We don't have the time to waste because you know what we do want to do? We want to spend time with our kids, okay? I don't work when they're awake. Like, I don't work during the day. Now, obviously, there are some times that, like, you know, I get in the groove and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to do a little bit of work. But for the most part, they don't see me on my laptop. I used to do that. 
And then King got to an age where he started closing my laptop. And I don't feel like I, ex- I experienced mom guilt, but I definitely felt like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I could see why you want me to close this because we were in the middle of playing or we were in the middle of this. And all of a sudden I just pull out this laptop. And so because of that, I was just like, okay, cool. I'm just not going to work, you know? And instead of arguing with a one-year-old that doesn't get it, I just don't work, right? I, just don't, I won't work when they're up. So because of that, it's important that I'm very um, efficient with my time that I am working. And so what I do when I sit down to work is that I am focused, like you guys know, I have my bare minimum strategy. I focus on what the priorities are, right? What are the things that need to get done that are the bare minimum? So I, I like to break my days up and I don't, it's not foolproof anymore because my life is a lot more fluid and my business is a lot more fluid. But a lot of times what I like to do is I like to just set aside, you know, one or two days a week for content creation. And by content creation, it used to mean Instagram. Um, and you know, sometimes it does still mean Instagram. Like there are seasons that I'm like really on fire for Instagram and I want to do Instagram stuff. So I will. But a lot of times content creation is actually my emails or my podcasts, right? Like things like that. So I, I spend a couple of days in the week just doing those things. And then I spend, you know, maybe one or two days just focused on like clients. And when I say clients, I mean, fine-tuning my offers, um, you know, creating any extra curriculum that I need, preparing, you know, like going through and I like to, and I don't know what other coaches do, but I like to go and stalk my clients, right? Like if you're working with me, I'm going to be looking at your stuff. And so a couple of nights a week, I'm just looking at my client stuff and thinking about other ways that I can serve them better or thinking about how I can help them get a result that they want. And and I will DM them. I will, you know, send a voice note. I will whatever just to help, like just to continue to help help serve and support them in whatever way I can. For my photography business on those client days, those are days that I spend editing. Um, those are days that I spend, you know, um, making sure that my workflows are solid or following up with emails. And of course, because I'm working at night, I have to schedule everything. So everything gets scheduled to go out, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock or whatever. Because I, I like to schedule this stuff for when I'm actually awake just in case like somebody responds immediately, then I can, you know, kind of like go ahead and start the conversation. Um, But that's kind of like what it looks like um, on a day to day. So um, for me, my biggest focus, uh, my biggest focus when it comes to my business are my clients, my content, and then the company. Um, And so uh, with my content comes also um, thinking about like my marketing, like anything dealing with marketing, anything dealing with sales, like all of that kind of goes together. So a lot of times at night, I will like pre-plan, you know, at least the ideas for the content that I want to put out for the day, whether it's, you know, Instagram stories or whether it's, you know, an email, or whatever. If I, if it's not something that I can do in real time, I'll just go ahead and pre-plan it, right? Just like pre-plan at least the ideas so that when the next day comes, I'm not like scrambling to create something. But those are like my three main areas of focus. And I just kind of rotate through those things throughout the week. Now, I like that's as, that's as specific as I can get only because it really does look different day to day. But the truth of the matter is, is that I have gotten to a point, and I think I just said it previously, where it's like, motherhood does not, um, I feel like there's always something new in each season, in each age, that it's like, you never quite have a grip on. Like, as soon as you feel like you got it all together, something else happens, right? There's, There's a new milestone, a new development, and things change. And I feel like it's the same thing with business, where, you know, 
you feel like you kind of got it together. You're kind of on top of things and then boom, something happens and everything changes. And that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing that our businesses are growing and stretching us and you know, causing us to think differently or try different strategies, but it can also be nerve wracking, which is why it's so important to root yourself back into, okay, what is the bare minimum I need to do, right? What is the, what's the simplest thing I can do? How can I, you know, um, uh, set up my offers in a way that make the most sense? Something that I just recently did is I did an overhaul of my offers. Um, and I think this is something that people don't think about, but as moms and as people who like, we don't have a ton of time, it's important that our offers are truly optimized in a way, not just that they're profitable, right? Of course we want them to be profitable, but optimized in the sense of like, how much time are you spending in the offer, right? Or how much are you doing for this offer? Does this offer actually make sense for the person you want to buy it? So uh, for example, Moms Do Business a Bit Different, which was formerly becoming CEO, that has been like the lifeblood of my business. I was so emotionally attached and invested in that offer. And it's because when you join that container, I'm with you for life. I literally have women in that program that have been with me since 2000 and I think 19 is when I launched it. So these women have been with me for years and they have been growing and getting amazing results and stuff. But I also found myself reaching a point in that program specifically where I was like, you know what, Kay, this is not structured in a way that I can continue to sustain this. And that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing to know this, to recognize this and to change this. And so because of that, I changed the way the offer is structured. And now it's structured in a way that I'm not overexerted, nor are my clients. Because one thing that was happening to new people that were joining is that they were getting overwhelmed because they were now getting a culmination of three years worth of progress and content and changes. You know, I'm, I was always talking about how I'm updating the curriculum, how I'm adding this, how I'm changing that, blah, blah, blah. And that can be overwhelming very, very quickly. And so because of that, I restructured the offer. Now it's a very simple offer. It's a experience that we do together. And it really is something that is going to serve the woman going forward. And I've been, I've been making subtle changes to it um, in the last couple of launches, but now I've officially like shifted it completely over to what it needs to be. And so now it's going to be more so like an accelerator mastermind kind of hybrid where you're going to get that one-on-one -on -one support from me as well as group support and group access. But then I was like, you know what, let me create something that is a little bit, um, like, uh, like I wanted to create something that was like a menu, right. Where people could kind of pick and choose what they need support with. And so I created the Shmoney, um, sh sorry, the Shmoney membership. So um, I, I went back and forth with two names. So that's why I messed that up. But um, I created the Shmoney membership. And so this membership is designed simply to help you make more money, right? I'm teaching you how to you know, increase your cash flow, how to, um, you know, get better at sales, how to get better at marketing and how to confidently focus on the execution. And so when I, when I'm thinking about, you know, how I'm able to work 20 hours a week and what that looks like for me, the only reason why I'm able to do that is because I'm very, very clear on the actions that are required to make me money. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. I feel like we have to stop believing the hype that we have to do, you know, five billion things in order to build a business. 
first and foremost, you have to make money. You have to be confident at making money. You have to be able to literally wake up and make money. Sometimes I wake up, I create an offer and I sell it just to make sure that I know how to make money, right? And I know that sounds crazy, but like the more we exercise the muscle of sales and making money, the happier and more at peace we will be with our businesses. Because when I work day to day, the reason why I'm not able to give you like a concrete, this is what I do every single day, is because it literally changes. Because there are some weeks that I don't do a single thing. And then there are other weeks where I wake up, make up an offer, do like a two-day launch campaign and cash out, right? Like I make, you know, four, like um, high four figures or like medium four figures, something around there, right? So it's like I really play around every single week. But every single week, the number one goal is how can I, one, serve my clients well, right? Serve my clients and my people well. And two, how can I make the most money, right? Like, let's be real. How can we make the most money doing the least? And when I say doing the least, and I, I love to make this disclaimer because I, I want to be very clear. I'm not, I don't mean not serving people well. I just mean I don't want to work more than I have to. I don't want to ever see my time card at, you know, 40 hours. Because if I work 40 hours, that means that, like, I dropped the ball huge somewhere, you know, or somebody has the kids, which if somebody else has the kids, that's cool, right? Okay, cool. But there's never a time, at least right now, that I've experienced that I don't have my kids. So I don't need to be working that much. And I don't want to work that much. It don't sound fun to me to work that much. So I'm saying all this to say... What it looks like to run two companies that work less than or where I'm working less than 20 hours a week. And I'm talking about in total between both companies. It really looks like I have figured out what is the best time. Like when am I the most energetic to work? Setting those boundaries around how I work. Right. So I'm, I'm, I've set really firm boundaries with myself now that I don't work with the kids. Now, mind you, again, there are some days that, you know, maybe they're having a really chill day. Like they have days where they don't want to deal with me and that's fine. right? Well, they don't want to deal with me. I might pull out my laptop or I might do a few things from my phone. But for the most part, I don't work when the kids are up. So I'm very, you know, clear on when I work and then what my boundaries are. And then the other thing is I really know how to prioritize. And so the funny thing is, is that when I created Shmoney, I really wanted to create something that allowed me to help other moms do the same thing. Because one thing that I noticed is that a lot of times we know the strategies, right? We know like, oh, we need to email us. We need to build on social. We need to do this. We need to do that. We know that we need to do these things, but the how is missing. And so inside Shmoney, what I decided to do, and this is the membership, inside Shmoney, what I decided to do is basically create different resources that would give you the how. So each month I'm giving out an action plan and inside the action plan, I'm telling you, okay, this is our focus for the month. So like October, October's focus is going to be on visibility. We're going to spend the whole month focused on visibility because obviously November is coming up, Black Friday is coming up. So we want to go ahead and start becoming more visible now so that when we do launch these offers, people are primed and ready to buy from us. So October, the focus is going to be on visibility. And then I create like a step-by-step plan of like what we're doing every single day. So basically what it's going to look like, I might have like email templates. And when I say email templates, I mean a template. Like I'm not giving you just a prompt like, oh, here, you know, write about a time where X, Y, and Z happened. No, I'm literally writing out like, hey, you know, personalized name. 
blah, 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 blah. Like I'm giving you the email Like I'm giving you exactly what I want to say. I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull it up somewhere, if I could pull this up while I'm talking. But basically, um, you know, I'm going to tell you like exactly what to say. So, okay, here's an email. So, um, one email that I have is called the hot take, right? So you're going to go against a trend. So I give you a, sub a subject line, like this is so overrated or I don't get the hype, right? So those are going to be your subject lines. And then I say, you know, greetings. And then we go, can we talk about insert something that's overhyped, right? So I'm giving you like the blank. So can we talk about blank? And then I say, let's be real for a hot second. The truth is that, and then I just continue on with like telling you what to say here, what to say here, what to say here. So you're literally just plugging and playing, right? Because guess what? I recognize that while yes, somebody can say, write an email to your list every single week. And then they give you like this prompt of like 365 emails to write to your email list. But then it's like a bunch of prompts that are so freaking generic. You don't know what to do with it. And it's like, that doesn't help us make any money. So shmoney is all about helping you do the things that make you money. And so each month I'm going to give you action plans, emails, um, content, right? Like the actual content that you're putting on social, the actual content that you're going to be putting on your podcast or your YouTube videos or your blog. Like I'm going to be giving you those things because I understand that sometimes we just need the implement it. Sometimes we just need someone to tell us how to do it or give us like that starting point so that we can actually do the things that we need to do. So I'm super excited about Shmoney because like that's only one part. I also have another thing called the income producing activity suite, which it's basically everything that I do to make money. And the whole point behind that, or the whole point behind the suite is that I want it to be when you sit down and work on your business, you're doing things that make you money, okay? The other reason why I'm able to work 20 hours a week is because I only do things that make me money. If, there, if, if something that I'm doing is not directly attached to money, I don't do it. And I know that sounds crazy, but like, I don't do it. Like right now, I am itching so bad to like redo my website, but because right now money is not necessarily attached to my website, I'm not doing it. But like my websites, they desperately need to be redone, like desperately. I redid like the homepage of my um, photography website only because Google has started picking me up and more people are finding me from Google. Like literally when um, in my inquiry form, people are putting that they found me in Google. So because of that, I did do a few updates to my photography website because I was like, okay, it's attached to money now, right? Like this is attached to money. But if something is not attached to money, I don't do it. So inside Shmoney, I have this suite that basically gives you all the activities that you should be doing, you know, everything. And I tell you when to do it. Like I tell you, you know, this needs to be done daily. This needs to be done weekly. This needs to be done quarterly. I break it down for you because that is truly how I'm able to work 20 hours a week. I am very laser focused and very hyper aware of what I need to be doing every single day. And I'm very hyper aware of what things you do in business that make you money. And I learned this honestly from building businesses. Like I learned this from when I was, you know, 10 years old and I was selling watermelons with my family, right? My parents, my parents used to sell watermelons. Well, not my parents, my dad. My dad used to sell watermelons on the side of the road. Actually, my mom did too. Let me not shave her. She definitely sold watermelons too. But, um, but yeah, so that was like the first thing I sold. And I thought, and just like thinking about the things that I did back then to make money, it still applies to the online space and to business today. Then I think about when we opened up a grocery store and I ran the grocery store. 
And then, um, and then when I, you know, continued on, I started doing property management. Then I started um, working with other Fortune 500 companies. Then I started working with small businesses that were, you know, inside of different um, retail brands. Then I started working with business owners. So like over the years, I've like really looked and analyzed different companies. And I was like, you know what? Let me put together a little suite of things that we should be doing day to day that actually make us money. Because there are a lot of things that you could be doing in your business. But there, but there are also a lot of things that we're doing in our businesses that don't actually tie to money and we don't need to be doing them, especially when we have limited time. Now, when you have more time, of course, go ahead and do these other things. But when you don't, you need to be doing things quick and dirty. Like I've been launching the um, the membership. I've been launching some money um, for, I think, like five days and um, I've gotten people to pay in full. Like I've gotten people to pay for a year of money in full. And it's because I didn't worry about creating a whole, you know, sales page that had all these bells and whistles. No, I literally like, I just have a checkout page. That's all I have for money right now. And eventually I will create a, a, um, a sales page for it. But right now it's, I'm, I'm doing it quick and dirty. I'm doing it quick and dirty. And I feel like that is what we need to prioritize as moms in business. And that is what we need to prioritize when we have limited time, right? When you have limited time, when you have limited money, right? When you don't have the money to go and just hire somebody else to do it. I could hire somebody to write a sales page, but I didn't want to wait. I did not want to wait to launch it. I came up with the idea, I think on a Monday and by Tuesday it was launched (laughs) and it was just like, okay, cool. People joined. And I will be honest. While I did like come up with the, the formal idea on Monday, I've been thinking about bringing about the membership for months. Like I, I, I don't know if many of you know this, but before we had Moms Do Business Different and before we had Becoming CEO, we actually had um, the Mompreneur Business Academy. And so the Mompreneur Business Academy, Academy was the very first iteration of Becoming CEO. And that was a membership. Actually, I think it was called something else before that, but I can't even remember what it was called. But Anyway, it all started out as a membership and then I changed it from a membership format to being a group coaching program. So I've been itching to bring the membership back. I just didn't really like know how I wanted to do it. And then I got sick and I was like, you know what? I want the membership. Like I miss the membership. I miss the community. I miss like being able to really do a lot of different things fast. And so I, I was like, okay, let's do this. And that's where the membership came from. And the membership really came from the fact that I've been on sales call after sales call, talking to people, talking to moms. And everybody's like, I need to know the step-by-step. I need someone to tell me, do this first, do this next. This is what, this is what, right? Like that's what people need. And so I was like, you know what? Bet I'm going to create that. Because I don't know if any of you, if anybody remembers, if you're listening and you remember when I started that stock photography business. So I started a stock photography business called Pearl Stock Co. And with Pearl Stock, stock ugh, Pearl Stock Co., what I was basically doing is I was offering stock photos and I was offering marketing plans. So basically what I was doing is what I'm doing now with the action plans. And it's just so funny how like God brings back our ideas full circle because I created Pearl Stock Co. and I think 20... 19 or like right around the time. No, it was 2020 because I had had King. I created Pearls.co then. And um, I, I, I was just like, I was too tired to 
really get it up and going. And it's so funny how God lets things come back full circle because now here I am doing exactly what I wanted to do at that time, but it makes so much more sense now, like the way that I'm doing it now. And so I'm grateful for that. And so, you know, I'm just saying all this to say, like, it's so important for us to really know what it is that we are doing with our offers and to really just be mindful of creating offers that really support us in the season of life life and business that we're in, right? I feel like that is one of the most important keys to why I'm able to work 20 hours a week. It's because I'm very laser focused on my availability as a photographer, right? I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not one of those people that you can just book me any day of the week, right? You can, like, I have a calendar. I put my calendar up. Well, I put the dates up and I say, hey, I only work on these Saturdays a month. So if it's not one of these days, I'm not available, right? And I lose money on that. I really do. I lose money because I won't do photo shoots every single weekend. But I'm okay with that because I'm priced at such a price point that I I'm, I mean, I'm not going to miss it. I still book out my services, right? Because I, I have very limited time and people want to work with me. And I've worked on perfecting my craft. I've worked on creating a really good experience. And my clients speak for me, right? They speak high praises for me and they come back to me, you know? So really being, I'm, I'm really intentional about my offers, which also helps me on the back end not have to work so hard, not have to work so much and to truly feel fulfilled in my work. I feel so fulfilled with the clients that I coach. I feel so fulfilled with the clients that I get, get a chance to photograph because I'm truly, truly happy about my offers. I truly feel at peace with my offers and I know that I can do what, I, what, I'm, what I'm claiming I can do with these offers, right? What, what I promise I actually deliver on these things. And that is how I'm able to work less. Like truthfully, that's how I'm able to work less. And I feel like, I feel like that is the context that is sometimes missing. You know, people like you have to be lit up about your offer. You have to be excited about your offer because if you're not, you're not going to be able to sell it. And you're definitely not going to want to do it. And a lot of times we, we sabotage our own business simply because we hate parts of our business. And that's something that even I had to come to grips with. Like, girl, you are really, like, I was literally, when I had King, I realized that I had created a business that I hated because I was creating this business based off of what everybody else said I should do and not based off of what I knew I should be doing, what I, what truly felt aligned for me, what I had been praying about, what I had been working towards. And this is why I'm so big when, like, find that person, like, find that mentor and make sure that the person that you are getting coaching from, that you're getting support from, people that you have on your team, make sure that they buy into you and your vision and not just some preconceived notion that they've made up for themselves, right? Make sure that your coach can be objective about how to support you and your business and not push their ideas on you. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to tell you what to do because that, that's just how I am. I'm going to tell you what I think you should do. But I'm also going to listen to make sure that it's in alignment. And I feel like just I'm just going to speak for myself. I've been derailed by listening to certain advice that I should have filtered. Right. I should have, you know, chewed the meat and spit out the bones. Right. I, sh I should have I should have seen what they were trying to say and then did what I was supposed to do. And that's okay. We live and we learn, right? I'm, I'm sharing this that you don't have to learn the hard way. Because <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've definitely spent a lot of money to get myself off track. 
you know, and I want, and I want to encourage you to not do those things. So I don't really know where I was going with this episode. I wrote a few notes and then I was like, you know what, we're just going to have a tangent and talk about all things. So I hope that this could really resonate with you. If it does, like send me a DM on Instagram. I love when I get a DM from someone and they're like, oh, I listened to this episode. And you know, I love when you said this. I got so many DMs when I shared about my check-in, when I was like sharing, um, you know, just how crazy my week had gone. I got so many DMs from that one. I got a lot of DMs just recently about the aligned hustle thing, about the bare minimum strategy. Like I love when you send me DMs because then I know like, okay, this is what you enjoy hearing. And I, and like this podcast, like, yes, it's supposed to be educational, but also I just really want to use this as a place to encourage people because I feel like everybody, not everybody, I feel like there's a lot of people saying things, but not a lot of people telling the truth, right? Not a lot of people saying like, I'm not going to say how hard it is because I try not to use the word hard. Like, you know me, I try not to use the word hard, but like people don't really talk about what things really look like behind the scenes. And so, you know, that's why like on Instagram, I don't use the broadcast for my personal page anymore, but like I had the broadcast that was called um, Behind the CEO. That's why I created that because I really want people to be able to see what's happening behind the scenes, right? And I want people to see like I'm living what I'm preaching, you know, like I'm not, I'm not working all day. I just, I, I, I can't, I don't have the capacity. I didn't work on maternity leave with Empire. I was committed to that. You know, I, I don't work more than 20 hours a week, not because I necessarily can't because I guess I do have time to work more, but because I don't want to, right? And I want but also I'm at peace with where I am in business. And that is the last piece to this. I am at a, I'm at a place in my business. And again, this happened with kids, but I'm at a place in my business where because my offers are profitable, because my offers are priced properly, um, I, I'm, I'm able to, you know, have a very light calendar because I, you know, like just because different things are in place, I now am in a position where I truly feel at peace with my income level, right? Like I truly feel at peace and I'm like, you know what, Kay, do you want to jump and do 500K? Sure, right? But do we have to do that right now? No. <laughs> and that's the other thing I want to say. I did a post recently on threads and I think I put it on Instagram too, where I talked about how, you know, 3K a month, 5K a month, 10K a month, uh, you know, 100,000 a year, a million a year, all those goals are worthy. But the most important thing that I want to say is that we don't have to jump to another goal just because somebody else thinks that we should. We don't have to, you know, like you don't have to set the goal of six figures if you don't want it, right? Or if you don't have the capacity for it. Because it's not that I don't want to make 500K. I just don't have the capacity. And I truly don't want to do the work. Like, let's be real. Do you have the capacity? And are you willing to do the work to hit the income level that you want to hit? If the answer is no, set a different goal. Like, don't stress yourself out. Don't stress. It's not worth the stress. And it's not worth the feeling of being discouraged or the feeling of you're not where you should be or you're not doing what you should do. It's not worth it when you can just set another worthy goal because they're all worthy, whether it's $3,000 a month or $30,000 a month. It doesn't matter. Every goal is worthy. And when you set a goal that makes the most sense for you, 
you'll find yourself being able to actually reach the goal, doing things that will allow you to reach the goal. That's why I created Shmoney. I created the Shmoney membership simply because I wanted to create a space where I could teach moms just how to make money. Like, I don't want you to have to worry about funnels, this, that, that. I don't want you to worry about any of that. I just want you to be able to wake up and make a sale. Wake up and make a sale. Wake up and make a sale. That is all I care about right here. And so because of that, it's going to allow way more moms to just hit a a money goal, like just hit a dollar goal, hit an impact goal. And then after that, we can go back and build out that infrastructure, get you scaling, get you doing all the things that everybody glamorizes right now, right? But nobody tells the truth about how hard and how much work is required. That's why a lot of people are struggling because you see people post on social media but they're lying about how much work is required. It was so much work for me to make my first six figures. And to sustain it was like pulling teeth the first year. Like when I tried to do it again, it was like pulling teeth. And actually, I didn't make it, to be honest. I made 100, fig- 100 figures. I made 100K. And then the next year, I was like at 90 something. Or it was either like 80, it was like 87. It was like between 87 and 92. I can't remember where the year ended. That's not bad, but people don't talk about how it's not always easy to to sustain it and definitely not easy to double it, triple it, whatever, right? So we need the context and we need to be honest, but also we need to be, we need to be honest with ourselves about what is your capacity and do you really want this? Do you really want to do the work right now? And if the answer is no, that's okay too. It don't make you no less than, it doesn't make you not a good coach. It doesn't make you not a good business owner. It doesn't make you any of those things. It makes you realistic. It makes you someone that feels at peace with their life and business. And that's why we got into this thing. Now, girl, this episode was not supposed to be 43 minutes. So mama can't gonna stop. (laughs) I'm gonna stop because I feel like I done got on 5,000 different tangents. And I don't even know if I like set the point of what this episode was supposed to be. But I hope that you picked up what I was putting down And if nothing else, you feel validated in exactly where you are today because you're not behind, boo. You are not behind. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, where God has called you to be. And if you feel like stretching right now, if you feel like jumping to the next level right now, let's do it. If you feel like just sustaining where you are right now, let's do it. If you feel like, you know what, I don't have it all together. I want to stretch, but I don't have time. I don't know. I'm I'm unsure. That's okay. We can figure it out. We can fix that, right? That's something that could be fixed. It's okay. Where you are today is okay. You are more than enough. And actually what's going on with your business is not, it's it's not, it doesn't take away from who you are, right? From who you are as a mother, from who you are as a wife, from who you are as a human being. It doesn't, it doesn't make or break you. Your business is a whole different thing. Okay, girl, again, because K about to go on a whole nother tangent. I'm going to stop right here, but I do want to invite you into Shmoney. If you haven't, you know, checked out the Shmoney membership, I definitely want you to look below. Right now, it's $55 a month. It is going to be going up after we do our first workshop called Leads for Days, and that workshop is going to be a week from now by the time you're listening, so um, so the price will be going up then, so definitely get in for the $55 price, um, and that is it for this episode, so until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down.
take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.